So there's this dude at work. Uh, I he was talking to me about just normal stuff, no big deal. But then I was like, dude, did you have you heard of Death Stranding? And he was like, no, man, what's that about? And I was like, okay, it's probably better if I just show you the trailers rather than telling you what it's about because nobody really knows. And he was like, okay. So I showed him the trailers and stuff, and like I showed him how like cryptic the trailers are, and I showed him them back-to-back and stuff like that, and playing at the same time and stuff. And he was like, holy crap, I'm going to solve this puzzle. It's like, you're not going to solve this puzzle, but you can think about it. And stuff. so he was like, all right. So like the entire time, he just kept going on his phone, doing stuff. Like two hours goes by, and he was like – did you ever see this? And like turns over his phone. I was like, what is that? He goes, it's gameplay from Death Stranding. I was like, no, it's not. And he was like, yeah, dude, it's it's here. It's right here. And I was like, okay, play this because I know this is the fakest thing I've ever seen in my life. He was like, no, it says that it's real. It even says it on the like title and stuff. So he plays this shit. It's Norman Reedus smoking a cigar. Yes. Smoking a cigar, and then he jumps on a motorcycle, and then um, like starts the motorcycle and stuff, and drives off into the distance. And as soon as he leaves, it cuts to that music video of the. Um, it's Ashley. He got. He got yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get fucking rolled. I was dude. just like, you're an idiot, dude. I can't believe you even fell for that. Rolled shit. in 2017, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was. So he got fooled. He wasn't trying to fool you. No, he well, he was trying to fool me, but that there was no way. I mean, yes, he he thought that it was real, but he was also trying to get me to think that it was real as well. Okay, and I knew for a fact that there was no way in hell there was gameplay out for that game because right. we may be playing that on the PlayStation Five, possibly. Yeah, maybe even at this stage, PlayStation Five Pro, because <laughs> I think that's going to start being a thing. Well, will it even be a PS Five? Will it just be the new playstation what if they just called it what if they just skipped playstation 5 and just called it playstation 5 pro yeah like they just skipped that it's just like apple it's just an ipad every couple years yes i just i just really made the connection that phones are now going to start doing like s and plus and stuff and it's just going to be every other year which i don't think i don't think consoles can do it that frequently but if it's just like every four or five years it's like the next big thing, but it can play everything back and forth. I, I like that idea. But we've talked about that, and that's a conversation for later as well. Sure. So, so let's get right into it. Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Codec Call, which is Z-Target. Yeah, dude. Shout out to MJ. Uh, the roof is the ceiling. I mean, no, the ceiling is our roof. Everybody remember that. Okay. <sighs> he said that once. Anyways, though, continue. Uh, it's our Z-Targeting's weekly gaming podcast, um, which you can subscribe to at soundcloud.com slash Z-Targeting. Also on the podcast app on your iPhone and the Google Play Store. You can check us out there as well. So I'm Luke, and tonight I'm joined by Buck and Dakota. What's going on, boys? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, hand killing it, dude? Are you yeah. Fucking- yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> so what you guys been playing uh oh wait so, wait, wait wait what are you guys drinking wait. sorry oh yeah i forgot i actually have something i have brooklyn summertime ale this is straight this is actually imported from new york i brought this back from my new york trip and 
Yeah, it's a it's a pale ale, which I can't believe that actually because it doesn't really taste it like at, at all. But whatever. Anyways, though, hey, it's a Brooklyn summer ale, brewed in New York. Hey, Label pretty- is what? Go ahead. Label is a Brooklyn label, so it look they all look the same. They just changing color. Oh, yeah. You're, you're bringing an East Coast beer next weekend, right? Or this weekend, right? I mean, and I feel like they're going to be like, "What the hell are you trying to do on this plane?" And I'm going to be like, "Please don't beat me up." Oh, I forgot you're flying again. Yeah, you taking United? I don't know. Oh actually, God, I was actually. <laughs> I'm I'm going to check my email right now for that, just to be sure, because I was thinking about that earlier today, but I never actually checked. <laughs> hey, just keep your head low. If they tell you to get off, just go ahead I'm and get listen. off, bud. Yeah. <laughs> or are they going to make you listen? To- <laughs> well, you're tactically trained, aren't you? You can backflip out of that or something. Okay, the the issue is is that, well, first of all, I'm not tactically trained in backflip. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is he fucking... <laughs> is it, wait, which one is it again? I'm, United. What? United. Okay, United. Don't forget fuck. it. I actually, no, I think I'm screwed. Because mine's American, and isn't American a subsidy of United, or United is a subsidy of American? Or is American good? Are we sure American's good? America is always good. Well, okay, I'm saying the airline, not the country, damn it. Well, it has uh, America in it, so you can only assume, dude. Yes, but United also has United. Yeah, well. I guess beggars can't be choosers here. I'm pretty sure they're – I have no idea, though. I'm pretty sure they're different. Um, American, I'm looking this up before I need to be prepared. Yeah, you do. Be prepared. So while he's doing that, Buck, you uh, drink anything tonight? <sighs> Glass of milk. Oh, good. Vitamin D or whichever vitamin is. <laughs> Calcium. <I'm>, I- <laughs> yeah, dude, I crushed my milk. <laughs> it's supposed to, it's my bedtime milk. That's good. Um, and I am enjoying a, a Boulevard Tropical Pale Ale. Um, it's pretty good. It's actually a, not that pale either, but it's because uh, it's got grapefruit and passion fruit, so it's kind of kind of funky. Damn. Nice spring beer, I'd say. Yeah, Two pale ales, huh? Yeah. Whoa. American Airlines has nothing to do with United Airlines. See, there you go. We're good, dude. They're competitors, so maybe they'll give me free shit. Well, maybe the promise not to suplex you off the plane. (laughs) (laughs) And beat your face bloody before they do that. I mean, I I could always just black flip my way out of it. Right. Of course. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. So what you guys been playing? Uh, So I've been playing Zelda, obviously, but I actually put it down. Um I, because once Bugman started coming into work every day and telling me his shrine count and or texting us every day, I decided that I'm going to stop competing for this. Well, because I never really was competing, but yeah, he, okay. turns, he turns it into a competition. Like, even if you don't want it to be a competition, he still makes sure that you know that you're losing the competition in case. <laughs> I've noticed. So... I stopped playing that and I started playing the definitive experience, Metal Gear Solid Five, because I really miss that game. But then I realized I looked over and I saw this other little game and it was called uh Horizon Zero Dawn. And I started playing that as well. So I saw you on the other day on that. 
and by the other day you mean literally earlier today because <laughs> today is the first time i played it actually yeah same thing oh well actually wait i take that back my wife accidentally we just got hulu and she was trying to click the hulu app and accidentally clicked the horizon app so like it launched horizon so unless but i think that was like that was like monday or something like that so you may have seen that for like a brief period of time. But anyways, though, so I loaded that up and I had to go back to a previous save because I hadn't like she goes, wait, what kind of a monster was that? And I was like, I don't remember ever fighting a monster at all. So I feel like somebody's been playing my game. Oh, yeah. Probably my dog. But yeah, so that's what I've been playing. Buck, what about yourself? I know you're at 110 shrines. Well, I'm at 116 and I'm stuck oh, now. Oh shit! I, I cannot find a single. It's ugh, I can't find any more, dude. I really want to get it, but I did the last four are absolutely impossible. Did you just pull out the map? I know, like you want to find them all by yourself, but that's a huge ass map to try to find by yourself. Is it in the guide? Are they in there? Yeah. I haven't even opened the thing. <laughs> Yeah, they should be in there. I don't. I don't know either. I haven't opened it, but well, I opened it for the uh, food, for the recipes and stuff. But that's the only thing I looked at it. But I'm assuming they're in there. It's a guide for crying out loud. I I know that for a fact. All the Korok seeds are not in it. <laughs> be a and that's song. yeah, that's for obvious reasons. But I'm sure that shrines shrines are really important. So yeah, I don't see how they why they wouldn't be. I'm dying, dude. I'm four away. It's killing me. They're they're so fun though. I'm having fun hunting down those shrines for sure. I'm loving it still. The only thing I I know that's gonna happen is once I once I get them, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself because I'm gonna have done damn near everything but the but the seeds. So I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably. I mean, I'm sure that there's some side quests that you haven't done. Oh the, yeah, there is. There is. There you go. I'll go bust them out. Wait patiently for the DLC. God. What, what if you just get to 119 and you cannot find the last one and it's not in the guide? <laughs> I really uh, hope that happens now, actually. Yeah, you I think would. it'd be hilarious. It's there. And, and the thing is, there's there's four. Like, It's not like I'm down to one or two. Like, Four is a decent number. Right. And I just four, can't. Four sounds like it's possible to complete. Right, and yeah, then I can't find a single one of those. But I'm trying, I'm doing my best. I tried to get it done before we, before we did this, but the last four are elusive, man. They move. I'm gonna have to do some research, probably. Speaking of, hold on. Speak. Wait. Well, wait, Luke. Tell us what you've been playing. Okay. Well, because I have a very serious question right after this. I can guess. Okay, well, I've got a lot to I, You say. cannot guess it. There's no way in hell you're guessing this question. No, I can guess Luke's, what no. he's been playing. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that you just sent out, like, a tweet or something about it. Yeah, I, put, I made a post. I had to – well, I'll get into the, to that thing that I've been playing here in a second, which no surprises there. So uh, <laughs> not to beat a dead horse, but Zelda as well, of course. Um, I was kind of – a while back, I was kind of stuck. I felt like I couldn't get to any tower. I was getting – uh, either too hot or I was getting destroyed by these guardians or 
there was like one in a lake with a bunch of electric enemies i was like how do i what do i do but i just kept grinding finding every shrine i could leveling up and then i kind of had a breakthrough and then there was one day i got my oil changed brought my switch i kind of didn't want to look like an idiot but i did it anyway who cares and then ended up playing that through the whole oil change i went back and just played uh the whole day now i'm two what new- guardian did you beat i beat the R- rudo one and now i'm damn now i'm a uh, closing in on the gorn one so um like 50 or 60 shrines so i kind of had a big breakthrough there um at like 50 60 hours right now but uh then a little other game came out last week <laughs> which i'll get into that in a second there was one other thing i've been playing so oh my god we'll talk about the nintendo direct here later on but so they just had a uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris demo come out right after the direct. So of course I had to download that. And check Wait, that, that out. came out? Yeah, the demo came out like three hours ago or whatever, two hours ago. Okay, I'm getting that. Yeah, it's it's really sick. Uh, the game's out in like two weeks. Um, man, I can, I cannot wait for the full game because the mode where you it swaps you between Tetris and Puyo Puyo like every thirty seconds or forty five seconds or whatever. Oh man, it's gonna be really cool because. I'm really. Or I like to think I'm really good at Tetris. I'm probably better than most people I know at Tetris, but I do not have a lot of experience with Poyo Poyo. It's kind of similar to like the like the Pokemon Puzzle League that Puzzle League yeah. series, but not as fast paced. A little and more not as Pokemon-y. Yeah, a little more methodical. So I'm not very good at that side. So playing that, I was like, like working down all the garbage blocks during the Tetris one, and then trying just trying to survive the poyo side so like i'm i'm excited to to master both styles of puzzle fun no but it's uh, that game's gonna be a blast when it comes out and it's gonna be super fun to take on the go on the switch um but there is one big other thing that i've been playing long time coming remember <laughs> back in 2013 atlas released a teaser teaser image said persona 5 coming winter 2014 to the playstation 3 I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. Shit, that's like a year from now. And then three, four years later after that, <laughs> it's finally in my hands. finally came in the mail. I didn't believe it until it arrived in the mailbox. But uh, I still don't believe it. Yeah. But playing a bunch of Persona 5 since last week. Um, about 20 hours in, first dungeon down. Um, There's it, a dungeon? Yeah. So... Uh, this is another game that's been getting like it's 94 on Metacritic. So for the last couple of years, I feel like 90 plus games on Metacritic have been rare, but we've been getting Neo Horizon Zelda this, which have been again a really great spring. Um, I, I highly recommend this game to anybody that is into RPGs. You just got to get past two things. One, you have to like anime art style because there's a lot of that. And the other thing is is Persona setup kind of weird. Um, as an RPG. I remember when I played Persona 3 for the first time, I thought, oh, you're going to have this big overworld that you can explore, like most any other RPG, right? But it's actually like the school and then like five points around the city that you kind of fast travel in between. It shows mm-hmm. like going on a train. Um, so it's actually like really small compared to your normal RPG. And then you have a big dungeons to explore and stuff. And Persona 5 feels a lot bigger than, than the older ones did, but it's still kind of set up the same way. So th- that's a little different, but um, if you can get past those things and 
learn how the like the battle system and the demon fusing and all that stuff works like there's just so much to enjoy and it's so deep um five seems to take all so far seems to take all the like the the pros of the other games and expands on it makes the gameplay a little bit more fluid and streamlined and um it's just great and the, and the, the great thing about the persona series is like three four and five like gameplay wise they get better and better but you still really like i i still really appreciate three and kind of want to go back to three just because of the story and the characters and uh, the setting it's so wildly it feels wildly different between each game so uh, even though things change, like I still want to go back to the other ones, but uh, five definitely cements its own spot in the lineage, and it's just really great so far. And I mean, Persona Three really got me into this whole series and all the sub series and everything like that. So finally, getting that next big one to really dig into. It's been a long time coming. I'm so glad it's here. So yeah, are you done now? Uh, yeah. Are you sure? Actually, you know what? I don't even care if you are or not because I have a serious question. Okay, what's your serious question? Did they stop making the coding on the Switch games? I haven't been licking them lately, so I don't know. (laughs) There is no, I haven't been licking them either, but I, a guy at work just got a Switch, got Zelda for it, and I was like, dude, you should lick the cartridge. He was like, why and i didn't know why i was like trust me just lick it and you'll see why and stuff so he actually like took it out and licked it and was just like what i I told you mine didn't taste like crap either dude and it's so yeah you're the other one that's right because i was like i know i asked two people to do it it doesn't make sense to me like mine is god awful and i'm pissed (laughs) i want it i like i was like there's no way it can be that bad i think i never got to experience it dude we should launch our website right now with one article. Did Nintendo change the the cartridge coding taste? Yeah, I'm pissed I didn't get that experience, dude. You heard it here first. Maybe it was all not intentional and there was like some kind of There's no talk. way that that there's no way that nasty shit was not intentional. There was a toxic no leak at the factory. Oh yeah, and you've just been licking some fucking yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my god! All right, whatever. Well, so n- I'm, I'm guessing you've you've both been licking Zelda. I I lick. I mean, Zelda. to no avail, dude. To no avail. That's I still get. I feel like the coating. I mean, because I licked it in New York because nobody would believe me that it tastes disgusting, and they were, and I was like, just lick it, and nobody would lick it, and I was just like, oh my god, because everybody thought that it was like something was going to happen or something like that. I was like, no, it's nothing bad. Like, stop freaking out. Everybody freaks out. It's so weird to me that in today's society, you're like, hey, dude, lick this, and everybody's hesitant about it. Just get over it. Anyways, That though, is kind I of mean, a strange, strange question. It, it, yes, but... Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be like, like this. You're going to die if you do. I'm not going to do that. Okay, well, I guess people could. Anyways, though, back to the point. I was like, yeah, guys, lick it. Nobody would lick it until I licked it. So I, like, licked it, and I was like, ugh. Everything, which is the problem because that ruins the entire experience because now they know that it's going to taste bad because of my expression. <laughs> Anyways, though, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> On to the news. News, news. I've got terrible news. Well, is it terrible? Most of it's actually good, I think, this week. Um, Okay. Get some quickies out of the way. 
uh, I, I, you know, you know, I got to mention Persona Five sold 1.5 million copies its first week, and uh, in that good? Uh, relative for the series, I think that's good because I mean it's a small game, you know, it's a weird little anime Japanese RPG game. So, okay, it was the biggest launch for the series specifically in uh, the UK. So it's off to a strong start. So glad to hear that. But I, I guess uh, some of the terrible, terrible news is you can't stream anything from Persona 5. Uh, on the PS4, really? it blocks the, the entire yeah. time you play the game. Um, and if you stream it with your own streaming setup past um, a certain date, like July, and the game starts in April, so not too far into the game, Atlas will ban you or whatever. So that kind of sucks. so stupid. You should do it and get banned. I'd rather not. Why? I mean, it's not like you stream very often, if at all. I'd just rather live an unbanned life. So, <laughs> not to get off on a cha- tangent real quick, but remember whenever you, uh, you played... Um, Team Fortress, and but the first one, and I came over to play. Well, I actually found it on your computer. I was like, "Dude, can't play this," and you're like, "Yeah, but you can't do anything bad." I was like, "Why?" And you're like, "Because there's only like three servers in the whole world, and I don't want to get booted from them." And so I like immediately got on there and started calling people like whores and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> got you. I got you kicked off of like at least one, at least one of those servers. And you were like, what? And I was like, it's not that serious. Because I had no idea what a server was at the time. So I was like, no, nah, man, this one's always up. And you're fine. Oh, you, that game was like 10 years old when you did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Oh, shit. Those are the good old days. Anyways, though, I I had to reveal that real quick. Oh. Um, well, I, I think the, the streaming rules... Rule is stupid just because uh, that plays such a huge part. In, it's free marketing. It's free advertising for your game. And the thing is, people are going to – I bet people are going to, like, spam the spoilers in, like, retaliation anyway. And you're going to try to ruin people's games or, you know, ruin their time since, oh, you can't see any spoilers or whatever because of the streaming rule. You know, people are going to they, – they can still spoil people without, through with this. Right. I feel like there. I, I mean, I understand why they're like, "Oh no, we don't want you showing off up to this after this point because it's going to ruin the game, and then people aren't going to want to buy it because they know how it ends." But irregardless, if you want to play the game, you don't, and you may know the ending of it, you're still going to want to play it. Like it, that that's just the way games are nowadays. I mean. Everybody knows how Zelda ends for crying out loud. You know you beat Ganon. Spoiler alert, you beat Ganon. Okay, everybody. Shut up, Buckman. God damn. <laughs> Anyways, though. But everybody knows that you beat Ganon. Do, does everybody still buy it? Yes. Okay, maybe you don't necessarily beat him, but you you fight him. Everybody knows that you're going to fight him. Why does it matter? Yeah. I don't know. It's just people are going to find a way around it, or they're going to retaliate just... That is in protest, but whatever. Right. All right. Next. Um, you said it. So, in a strange turn of events, Xbox has revealed the 
specs for Project Scorpio, not through their own channels, but through Digital Foundry, which is a website. That's that, what. Yeah, they frequently leak like new hardware. Like they've they post they posted news. I'm pretty sure they posted news about Project Scorpio before it was announced. Like PlayStation Four Pro when it was PS4K and all those rumors and. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very surprised to, for Xbox actually partner with them because I've learned so many details from this site before they were officially announced, but it is what it is. I guess they're hip with the, with the scene or whatever. But, um, the actual news is pretty exciting and it looks like Scorpio is going to be fairly beefy, um, more powerful than, than the, than the PS4 Pro, um, it is kind of tough to gauge the the exact specs since yeah. the console architecture is going to be, you know, more optimized um, than compared to, you know, building your own PC or whatever. So it's tough to say exactly what it's going to be able to do. But um, the news of them talking about the features sounds promising that, you know, it's going to run your Xbox One games better. It's going to run 360 games better at 1080p. Um and their target is for a lot of game. If, if it runs 1080p 30 frames regular right now, it should run 4K 30 frames, which that I'm sure that's not going to be the case across the board by any means. Right. But if it, if we if we see a few games that can take advantage of it, that that'll be that'll be pretty cool. Um, allegedly, they saw Forza Six running at 4K 30 frames a second. Uh, so, and I don't know how I feel about that. I'm pretty excited. I mean, if there's a new Forza game, I'm going to get it. I love Forza. No, I love I love Forza. I don't know if I believe that it's actually 4K 60 frames. That's what I'm saying. I think like, my, that well, I don't remember if it's 60 or 30. It's probably 30. no. I'm, I'm looking at the picture right now. And it says 60. Oh shit! Technically, it says um, uh, 60.2 frames per second. Technically, but we'll round down. Shit! No, I don't know if that's believable. 30 frames. That's why that's why I'm questioning it. They I'm looking at the picture right now. It says uh 60.2 frames per section per second. GPU is only clocking in at using I think it says it's hard to read it. I think it's 66.19% of it is being utilized. So that means that there's still another close to 40% of the graphics card not being used. I don't believe that. Not at 4K 60 frames per second. I don't believe it. Well, I mean, no, wait, no, I take that back. It says it right down here. 66.19%. No, wait, no. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. That I won't believe until we see. Well, I, I probably won't even believe it at the E3 pre- presentation because they can butter that up too. I mean, but the thing is, is that I will say that Forza, usually, if they say something, generally it's right. Like they, yeah. they don't. They don't beef up their numbers like that. They're not one of the companies that does that. But I don't know. Because, like, I feel like if it was running that, how much harder would it be just to show us some gameplay of it? No, they gave us a steel image. Uh, a steel. A still image. <laughs> An iron image. No, um. I, I prefer titanium. Well, they're not going to be uh, showing off too much quite yet, I don't think. But I, I think it's exciting news. It's promising. Hopefully someone lives up to it i guess the key thing though is where are the games that are really going to take advantage of it that too which um, hopefully <laughs> microsoft has a good slate at their e3 conference or or whenever but um 
I, I feel like they still got a lot of space to fill. I'm sure, we're going to get, I'm sure, Forza 7, which is going to look great. I feel like they got to have something else, like a new Halo, but that's probably too soon for that. God dang, I hope not. After 5, I hope not. Take your time. Please, take yeah. your time. I feel like they need something in a di- like Forza is a, is a crackdown, crack yeah yeah good point mm, maybe crackdown, yeah big open world game that, that could I've, that could be impressive. I think it's funny that like Microsoft had a pretty good E three last year, right? Yeah, and they were they were the ones where they were like, oh yeah, we got games, we got games, we got games. Like all these games are coming out. Here's your release dates; they're coming, and we credit well everybody, not necessarily us, but. We everybody criticized Microsoft. I mean PlayStation because whenever PlayStation showed off their stuff, they would show it off and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, it's coming 2017. Everything's coming 2017. Nothing else is coming out this year." And everybody was like, "Well, that's stupid. Why the hell are you showing any of us this if everything's coming out next year?" And we criticized PlayStation for that. And one of them was Horizon, and that that has come and gone now. To where, like, every all these games that we were praising Microsoft about, I feel like were duds on the Xbox. And most of the ones that we've been waiting for, granted, Horizon was really one of the first ones, but the ones that we were waiting for from PlayStation have at least done really well. So I feel like Xbox was trying to rush all this stuff out, and now they're like, crap, we're, we don't really have much. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a weird uh, cycle now because I feel like they definitely focused on the holiday, the fall season, the last two years. They had, you know, they at least had Halo in 2015. You know, PlayStation had like nothing, right. nothing from from Sony. No. Last year they had, um, like, what sticks out to me was Forza Horizon Three and Gears yeah. Four, which I thought were, I thought they were both great games. What did PlayStation have? You know nothing really. I mean, they had the last Guardian, the last later, Guardian, which that's not in the same caliber as that. But at the same, when did Uncharted come out? That was in May, okay, of 2016. So it's like I think Microsoft is trying to pack the falls because that's traditionally where the you know where your big games come out. Right. But is Sony thinking ahead to just space things out and have a you know just a wider array because so you know i thought it sucked yeah, they, they have bloodborne 2015 that's like that's like it uncharted 4 in 2016 that's basically it <clears throat> but now they've got this whole slate of stuff that's going to be coming out over the next two three years you know they have a pretty wide portfolio now i feel like microsoft's mm-hmm. kind of they they what, what's the figure of speech you know they they blew their load early <laughs> or you know something more i'm I, no we're done next <laughs> that was the class they counted their no i don't know i don't know what you were trying to they, say there they counted their eggs before they no hatched. that was maximum class dude <laughs> there was no better way for that to be <laughs> well uh Luke, if you keep doing this, we're going to have to approve your talking points before the show. I mean, that was a valid point. I just said it in a not good way. (laughs) Everyone loves it. Don't worry. Okay, speaking of things coming out early, um, 
There was a trailer. <laughs> Damn it! <dude. laughs> Just keep going. And he carried it on, and I almost didn't notice it. I almost did not just notice he did that. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two trailer. Oh, dude! It can now be seen before it was supposed to have been shown at the Star Wars celebration. Darth Maul, dude. Looked pretty slick. Oh, I oh my god! I can't wait, dude. Looked pretty slick. Am I going to be playing it? Honestly, I don't know. Um, just because I'm not much into the shooters and the multiplayer these days. But if the, if let's say Destiny Two lets me down, I might end up picking that up or something. In the fall. Well, you might as well just put it in your pre-order for Battlefront. No, I gotta. I'm believing Destiny, man. I I, I gotta believe. Are you serious? I well, I need I, to see I, gameplay. See what they they're trying to push. I hate to say it, but there's two words stuck to the front of this game that makes me not want to buy it. What's that? Star Wars. Duh. All right, dude. Enough out of you, dude. Time for it's, you to it's go true. in a corner, dude, and disappear. Star Wars doesn't put out good games anymore. Okay. Okay, anymore. There you go. Yeah. That No, KOTOR was awesome. I agree with that 100%. That's still one of my favorite xbox games original xbox tour dude yeah, okay wild card question how hyped are you gonna be if they announce kotor 3 but it's made by bioware oh i'm not gonna buy it it i won't even look at it i don't even it care it really depends <laughs> it really depends oh, if God. they he's gonna have cardboard people walking around with no facial features people, and time out if <laughs> <laughs> Everyone will be wearing I, Jedi hoods to cover that up. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> if I'm completely face. honest, I actually do. I th- I do not think that the Andromeda problem is a bio Bioware issue. I think that the Andromeda I- bi- problems, whatever, is an EA issue. Yeah, so if Bioware is able to do Kotor three. And they tell EA, leave your grubby hands out of it. Which they won't. Right. Then I will be excited. But because it won't happen, I'll probably watch a stream on the internet and pull a Persona 5 and not actually buy the game this way. Dude, you got to get Persona 5, bro. It's Don't so, tell me what to do. It's so good. I would. Lo- I, well, I was just looking on Amazon, and I saw that they had a... That's why I hate these podcasts. I always go to Amazon. Oh, here he goes. He's going to buy something. <laughs> but anyways, though, I told my wife yet today that uh, I pre-ordered Mario Kart. Anyways, though, and she was like, uh... And I was like, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, I can't but wait, dude. Oh. As I was on Amazon, I found a book entitled the art of persona 5 and you were complaining about not complaining but you said that like it's an anime art style i think that persona 5 is probably one of the best artistically looking games i've ever seen yeah i love art style of persona but and, wait wait we are on battlefront stop jumping back and forth no dude the menus even the <laughs> menus in persona Man, 5. Battlefront? oh best menus ever dude buy the game bro it's so good I'm ready for Mario Kart. Mario Kart's gonna be a blast too, man. Just being able to take that. Hey, did you add me? Did you accept me? Yeah, I I accepted you. When I went and downloaded the the Tetris demo, I accepted. Nice. How the hell do you guys do this shit? 
Oh, because we actually, you know, That's sometimes right. we have conversation. You, guys you are just ignore. You just yeah. ignore it, you know, all my texts. And... Buds. No, dude, I don't get any of them. Yeah, Text me is. right now, and I'll, I will keep my phone right here. And you will okay. see that I will this not This is going to be fantastic. Well, time out. You have to do the group te- group text. Why? Do the group text, because for some reason, like, if one of you texts me not in the group text, I will get it. If you guys text in the group text, text, I will not get it. Yeah. So did it screw you up when I texted you about the hot sauce? And then put something in the group message. No, actually, that one worked. I think it's because like you. I don't know what the hell happened actually. But just to give you an idea, I just got from Buckman. He just said I'm gonna croak. You got that just now. <laughs> yeah, like the oh, no, like it, I it has me saying add me, and then like I'm gonna croak. Like I just I just went into the thing and it just came back up. See, but I'm in the message, so that doesn't work. Okay, do it again, and you will see that this thing will not turn on. <laughs> don't put your phone don't down. Know. Put your yeah. phone down. Put your phone down. I <laughs> Go ahead. So it is, I can see that it is delayed because I got Buck's messages, and you should get your phone away. Well, I guess I'm no, not going to put no, a video no, so no, it doesn't matter. Out. No, I got, I got his because <laughs> I was in the message. The I'm saying do it again. Do it do it again, and it will not go off. Did you not get those two? Wait, I only got the one where you said a certain thing that probably should not be said on this program. I don't know what the other one is, but here, watch. Okay, so so you see you see this? That is my messages. There's nothing there, right? It does not t- give me a notification, correct? <laughs> yes. So then I will click on it. Oh, you can see I'm not playing. <laughs> and there, I just got it. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, step one is don't get an Android phone. Fix all your problems. Okay, oh, first of all, whoa, stop whoa, talking whoa, blasphemous whoa. shit, you fuck. Get ganked up on now. Am I being a fuck sick? You're about ready to be ganked up on. <laughs> you being like three messages up. Yeah, talk about things coming early. <laughs> Anyways, though. Okay. Okay, this is about ready to be three weeks in a row that this podcast goes to hell. So let's stay on topic for once. No, this uh, is the shit right here. <laughs> but yeah, let's okay, because I'm gonna die. Okay, Nintendo Direct. Yep, Nintendo Direct had one earlier today. Pretty action packed. Um, they said it Dude, was gonna be. Can I just say that this is one of my, oh my favorite God. Nintendo Directs I've ever had? I want to go that far. The, the, Dude, this one was pretty ba- baller. Yeah. Well, was it? It's not used, but that's fine. Because huh? I feel like it wasn't like a lot of stuff that uh, really appealed to me, but it it was just a lot of stuff. And it was good to see them just have a bunch of, you know, games to talk about. Mm-hmm. The tournaments, since we're talking about Mario Kart 4, I mean 4. God damn. Since we're talking, I was trying to say B4, but since we were talking about Mario Kart B4, the tournaments that they're doing, awesome. Dude, that's gonna be so kick ass. Yeah. Uh, and they 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 have the two of them being hosted by Nintendo. That's gonna be awesome. Oh hey Buckman, there's gonna be tournaments in the game. Ooh. Yeah. Competitive. Gimme gimme. And that you can do a tournament for just racing or battle mode. So there's that's gonna be awesome. I'm and then, do I need to point out that there's going to be a horde mode, essentially a horde mode in um, Splatoon? Really? I'm sorry, Luke, taking this over. No, no go I'm ahead. I'm so excited. 
yeah, there's a horde mode for Splatoon 2, and it's going to be awesome because, like, they you fight chum, and you have to, like, they just keep coming, and it's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. No, no. But... Uh, what else? What else was said about? Oh, and Splatoon Two will be out July twenty first, twenty seventeen. Yeah. <sighs> Arms, Arms will be out in June, and you know, and coming say off it. coming off the original direct, I was I was like, what is this game? And I when we had Elliot on, he's like, dude, I'm so hyped. I'm like, really? But yeah, dude, it looks really really clean. I I am actually legitimately excited for for Arms. That that looked. It, that direct made it look so pretty kick-ass yeah and i think nintendo's trying to make that their next splatoon with that whole world and the different yeah. characters and stuff but the fact that you can have like i'm i my wife and i were making dinner and watching it on the tv and they were like oh yeah and you can mix and match arms i was like wait what like i was literally like in the middle of cutting up chicken and i was like what Mix and match arms. What are you talking about? Because I didn't think that you could do that because it never showed it before. But you can mix and match arms, dude. Mix dude, and match. What kind of chicken were you making? Uh, blackened chicken. Like grilled or f- fried like, or like yeah, or it's, grilled. It's like a, it's a grill, but like you season it heavenly, heavily, and then you grill it, and it like chars it. And it charges the seasoning into the uh, chicken itself, and then you put like a pasta sauce with pasta along with it. Blackened, think of it as blackened chicken fettuccine. Hmm. Fettuccine. Well, so recently I've, I've gone from zero percent cooking to point zero one percent cooking, and uh, I watched a video that's, on how to make hot wings. And, that's uh, an increase, dude. Yeah. So I actually made some hot yeah. wings tonight, and uh, with some. Hot sauce from here in Des Moines that I was talking to you about. I'd rather blowtorch my nipples off than do that. Well, I did a bunch with the regular one, but then I bought one of their. They have a sauce made from the Carolina Reaper pepper. Reaper pepper. So I had to get yeah. that just to try it. And actually, I guess it didn't. When I I made one wing and I tossed it in that sauce, but I guess it didn't really stick to it that much because it actually wasn't very hot. So I need to try that again and make it work. So. So, Buckman, do you know what I'm about ready to send him? What? He just said the Carolina Reaper pepper. Do you know yeah. You know what I'm going to send him? Maybe. What is yes. it? Have you seen people eat that pepper? Yeah, well, I saw one video of the guy from Hot Ones. Sean no, Evans. No, I, I'm not, no. But you should I'm, watch. It's no. a pretty funny show. <laughs> no, I'm about ready to show you the funniest one ever. Of two guys, one bearded, one not bearded, eating a pepper, the this pepper, and it is hilarious. <laughs> oh, but as soon as I find it, anyways, let's keep going with this Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah, arms looked good. So Nintendo's got a good spring summer for the Switch. So I'm hoping this means that they got this stuff out of the way and can announce some new stuff for the fall and later at uh, E3, but. Good, good, solid continuation of the launch. And I'm hoping with all the success, Switch selling out, other companies realize that they got an install base, make games for the system, and you can sell a few solid, you know, few million copies come this fall. Um, 
help build that environment for the switch but uh yeah. i mean they uh what else was showed there's um the payday payday 2 coming i know that's an older game but that's kind of interesting too it's showing that in my mind it's showing that nintendo's kind of giving a more of a edgier idea yeah they're not afraid to put a game yeah, down there mm-hmm. they have uh minecraft is coming out uh, for it they when did they say that was coming out it's coming out soon i think it was like may something you can already get it for everything in existence yeah i know but to have it like that will be awesome you want to know what else is awesome that i just remembered as well is monopoly is coming out for the Jesus. switch no dude one needs that. no one needs that everybody needs that because that'll be my... big with the casuals like normal people that'll be huge i bet yeah the normals yeah, yeah i know and honestly i know this is this is uh getting a little personal but one of my favorite like memories growing up was luke i don't know if you remember but my family is a big board game sort of family like every time that we get together we always play board games like crazy well one of the things that we used to do whenever i had a super nintendo was i had monopoly yeah and we would have two controllers and we would play the shit out of that thing (laughs) and this way you can connect two switches i don't know who else in my family is gonna have a switch but we're gonna find one and each (laughs) controller each controller is one person, so you have four people, and then you can shake the thing, and you feel it shaking. Dude, oh, my God. It blew my mind. I yelled. We got a noise complaint because I yelled. Really? No, not really. Well, not well, yet. Well, I don't. don't possible, I guess. Don't destroy the the, the image, the, the fantasy. Dude. Oh! Get that noise complaint. I'm so excited for Monopoly, dude. It's such a good idea. And then I saw the Puyo Puyo Tetris, and I thought that that looked awesome, too. What else was there? There was so much good stuff, and I just can't remember it now that I'm put on the spot. Let me look at this article here. They they showed a bunch of 3DS games, which is good to show they're still supporting that system, which I think it it can coexist with the Switch because you can get a 2DS for like $99, and a Switch is $300, and you got to buy $200 worth of accessories. So it's a little bit more of a not so kid well not so kid friendly you know purchase. Um, uh, a bunch of new amiibos. Yes. Oh yes, more Link ones. Which yeah. shit, I'm gonna have to get those because I have every other Zelda amiibo. Dude, and then you know what is one of my fa- Buckman and I were talking about this a couple days ago. And you want to know what is one of my favorite, like, most anticipated games of this year? Like, it's honestly top five for this year. And I bet you'll never... What? Let me guess. Take a guess. Sonic Mania. God damn it! How'd you know that? (laughs) I know you love Sonic. And I was just about... I was looking through a list, and I was like, oh, wait, Sonic Mania looks fucking amazing. Dude, I'm so excited for it. Yeah, I'm ready for a Sonic game that doesn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. Ass. It's been... (laughs) How long? It's been in a hole, dude. 20 years... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 20 the, years the, since the last good sonic game the well, i mean the, the adventures were you know debatable but that was the beginning of the end really sonic should have never went to 3d back yeah. to the point right it just sonic. doesn't work 3d dude yeah you can't go that fast with that much movement left right up it just doesn't work dude it really just doesn't and the sonic forces honestly it doesn't look too bad I know we haven't seen gameplay. It's all been CGI and all this other stuff, but it doesn't 
so far I haven't seen people yet. That's what can. Yeah. That's what concerns <laughs> me about Sonic games. Whenever you see humans in the Sonic world and they are interacting and so on and so forth, which is really the reason why I'm slightly concerned about Super Mario Odyssey because I do not want to see humans yeah, in a yeah, beat up yeah. world. But I. I I trust in Nintendo, and I hope they can fix that. But like I said, I haven't seen humans yet in Sonic, so so far that game's looking decent. A couple quick points. I was worried about the humans too in Mario Odyssey, but then I saw how you can throw your cap and jump off it in midair. My my fears were resolved right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's what did it. That was the sickest thing I've ever seen. Um, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say that my, my fear has been extinguished a little bit only whenever they said that um how like you are from a you are mario coming from another world into this world with humans and that's why everybody looks at you like inquisitively and stuff like that and i was like that's kind of a good way of explaining it you know uh, and also it's that is only one hub world like that's it. They said there. I mean, we saw so many other places that didn't have humans. I can deal with one city full of humans that look weird. Yeah, it's it's not like Sonic two thousand six where like the there's a human princess that like kisses Sonic yes. or something. It's like it's like interspecies mingling. It's like what the hell is going on here? Yeah. No, but um, Sonic Forces is supposedly like one of those games where you can do like the new or old style. And yeah. it, what was it? A uh, generation Sonic Generations. Did yeah. that too, and that was like one of the highest rated, like seventy five to eighty. Yeah, you know, it was, rated it was a, Sonic games. I just oh, whatever. I reheard the like the music from the casino level because yeah. the guy remixed it and stuff. Oh my god, I was like, I can't. No, yeah, Mania is going to be awesome, and that's that's going to be so. That's going to be another great Switch game. You Do just pop it out and just lay down. That? No, it got. It was going to be early spring, and then it got delayed. Now it says like summer 2017, but it's not finalized. A specific day, which sucks. But <sighs> yeah, can't wait. Overall, good direct. Um, a lot of stuff, which is good. Good to see a lot of content being pumped out. I think the things that I was oh. specifically most excited for: Mania, Sonic Mania, just the Puyo Puyo Tetris demo. And they showed off more Disgaea 5, which I'm personally really excited for because I love mm. those games. Um, some new hardware, yellow uh, Joy-Con. Ooh. Yeah. So the collector in me is very glad to see that they're going to start doing more colors and hopefully they do new designs and things like that. Hopefully. Yeah. Like a they, purple GameCube-looking one or something. Amazing. Don't get my hopes up. They... Um, crap uh monster hunter that also looked the new monster hunter looked yeah. pretty good monster Hor- hunter stories i think or yeah i think so. something yeah that that looked it's a i'm not a big monster hunter fan i mean i appreciate it for what it is but the little like switcheroo that they're doing on the series where like it's more of a pokemon style it's yeah. kind of an interesting idea the battle system i mean not the yeah, that's a cool idea. I thought overall it was a really good direct. I thought it set them up nicely. Going to E3, I'm hoping that they're not like, oh, hey, we only have one game for this E3, and it's uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> that would 
that was the other thing that I was worried about was they they said they were going to have these directs and stuff, and I thought with all of the positivity that they're getting from with Breath of the Wild that they would just be like, oh, these are our sales figures for Breath of the Wild, and this is what we did with Breath of the Wild, and that's what happened with Breath of the Wild, and this is also stuff that, you know what I mean? Like it's Whenever games have a lot of hype behind them, and get a lot of positive reviews and so on and so forth. The, the, companies tend to just try to ride the coattails for way too long. And Nintendo kind of has just been like, hey, these are our sales numbers. That's it. That's all you're getting. We're coming out with expansions later. We'll uh, let you know what that is later. Yeah, I figure at some point they got to be like, oh, this is one of the highest rated games of all time. Your, you know, highest attach rates, all that jazz. Maybe. Maybe they'll stay humble. But Or maybe they'll be like, by the way, there's 100% of everybody out there that is has four shrines left. And those four shrines are not even in the game. There is somewhere in there, man. We're actually going to uh, release the DLC to get the last four shrines. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that would be really shitty. It's starting to feel like it though, but I know they're they're there somewhere. I just don't find, I don't know where they are, dude. Right. What's next? Lesser known. Croak. Is that what we're on? Please. That's what I'm on. You got anything else? Alright. Um, I did want to do a quick thing. I'm sorry. Um I they um because I know Buckman's not gonna eat one not going to care about this at all but um amd did release their ryzen shit now their ryzen fives they're interesting they're very interesting actually they have a new thing i want to say that it's it's really shitty but it's an interesting idea and that is it's called infinity fiber i think is what it's called i'm i'm gonna have to fact check that but what it is is so they have different tiers, right? They have the sixteen hundreds, the Ryzen five sixteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds, and fourteen uh, hundreds. I think, like I said, I need to research this, but it's just a cool idea because the way that they have it is if a core, if if you have a sixteen hundred, which is the top of the line, and a core is out on it, it bumps it down to one. So rather than them being like, hey. You, we have a defective product. They actually bump it down to the next tier, and that tier, hold on, that tier makes it to where the cores actually like they perform what the cores themselves perform more, but that one core is not working, so it bumps it down to the next rung. So they, so they like never lose out on products, which is really interesting, and it really people would think that it's like controversial as fuck, but you're like still. You're still getting what you paid for. They're just bumping it down to the bottom, to the next tier down. And the way the Infinity Fiber works is that it makes sure that the cores stay within the same hemisphere, which makes sure that they actually process at the same speeds, if not faster. And it's a better use for if you overclock. So that's if if they produce one, find it to be defective before they pack it out. They yes. bump it down. It's not like something yes. where you get one, you find no. it's defective, and they 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's not like that. It's like they build it, they're like, okay, this core does not work. Does this does the infinity portion of it work? Because the infinity portion has to make sure that it works. And then that makes sure that it stays within the same hemisphere. And like I said, so then they'll be like, okay, this one we built it to be a sixteen hundred, but it's dropping down to a fifteen because this one core isn't working the way that should. And so I just – it's a really interesting idea. Like I said, you can look into it more if you want. I probably muddled a lot of that up, but that's that's what I've read so far. Um, on top of that, in the same world but this time in Intel is um, – Intel has officially decided to go conflict-free with all of their products from now on. So conflict nothing's made free- in Syria or – like made out of blood diamonds or what? Actually, yeah, that's actually exactly how it is, believe it or not. So, like, all the, like, gold and tungsten and stuff like that uh, that I don't know about, all the stuff that is mined from – in mines in Africa that is occupied by warlords. So people basically are slaves digging for this stuff, and then it is shipped. All that, they will not use that anymore. It's now completely 100% conflict free. That that's good. That's yeah. I mean, it's a really good thing. I, it's really cool the way that their marketing is. So like, a lot of the people that you watch on YouTube and stuff, they to show this off and advertise it. Intel sent everybody a big box of dirt, and you have to dig through it, and you have to find all these elements and minerals and stuff. It's crazy, dude. And then at the very bottom of it, they gave them their new conflict-free i7 processors. So yeah, I know. So everybody was just like, for a little bit of digging, we'll we'll for that we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. No problem. But yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Okay, so and that's all I had to say about that. So back to our. Um, lesser known, and I just now that I just clicked this, I feel like we may have done this one already. But if we did, then you can tell me. So this week's lesser known is Beautiful Joe. We haven't done it before, but I feel like we may have even. I know we've talked about it in person, or like through text or something, and I feel like we probably talked about it on the show, like that we should do it. Have we? I have another one. I don't think we've actually done that one. Well, you let me know. Do we want to keep this one or do we want to go to my other one? Because I have another one. Like I said, I have a list now. I want to talk about – we haven't actually fully talked about Beautiful Joe and it's, a, it's All right. awesome Well, game. I played very little of Beautiful Joe, but I loved it from what I did play of it. So I'm going to let you take over and explain what it is. Oh, really? In, in total, I didn't play that much either just because I got my ass kicked because it's a – Oh, I thought you game. beat it. No, no way, dude. I, 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 that was a. I think I might have got like halfway through the first one. Dude, but it's I got a tough to the game. first boss and stopped. It's a tough game. And then I, yeah. I ran it in and I played through the first few levels of the second one as well. But, um, oh, I, I didn't play the second one. So, what Beautiful Joe is, is a action platformer made by Capcom. Um, it was like directed or executive produced by Shinji Mikami, who, you know, was the guy behind Resident Evil. Started um, Clover Studio, which was um, under Capcom. So they made Beautiful Joe and Okami. And I think they did God Hand as well, if I'm correct. 
they split off and did Platinum Games after that, around that time, and then they went on to do, you know, Bayonetta and all that good stuff. But this is one of the first games where, um, oh wait, not Shinji Mikami, what's that dude? Had, had, well, let me fact check this real quick. What's that dude's name? Bald guy. Uh, who are we looking for? Director? Hideki something rather. Kamiyomi? Kami- Hideki Kim- Kamiya. Hideki Kamiya. Kamiya. Yeah. That's what it is. Dude, I can't pronounce this shit. Okay, I just butchered all these facts. We got to go back and fix this. Um, Wait, hold on. Time out. So this week's <laughs> lesser known is Beautiful Joe. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> made by Clover Studio, which is a, you know, a sub-studio of Capcom. Um, helmed by Hideki Kamiya. This is the correct guy. He uh, started off as a planner in Resident Evil, director in Resident Evil 2, director of Devil May Cry, then went on to um, Clover Studio. Then from there, they split off and did uh, Platinum Games, which uh, you know from Bayonetta, uh, The Wonderful 101, and The Cancelled Scalebound. But, um, so Clover did the Beautiful Joe games, Okami, and God Hand um, under uh, Konami's umbrella. So this is the, the, the game that kind of established Kamiya's, like, really out there, bold, you know, art style and, you know, his aesthetic. Um, it's a 2D action platformer, um, really old school, really hardcore, kicks your ass. It, you know, it's it. I would say it feels like it has the gameplay of an NES game in a good way. You know, not like the outdated stuff, but like the, yeah, the intenseness agree. of it. Um. So you play as this guy that really enjoys uh, movies and, like, wants to be a superhero and then, like, puts on a costume and then goes out and tries to rescue this girl and apparently is actually a superhero. You know, crazy Japanese stuff. Um, looks like an anime. Um, and you fight monsters and movie villains. and who I don't know what the story is. It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. No, it doesn't. I, I was trying to read the plot. And I mean, I'm sure that if I really try to dive into it, I can get it. Basically, the though the point is that it's a side scroller, 2D side scroller, cell shaded, which makes it look awesome. Yeah, of cell shaded. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Monopoly. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, <laughs> it had to be said. <laughs> but yeah, they um. There's not really much to say about this game. Much like a lot of our lesser knowns, it's hard to really explain how it actually is. You just need to play it. It has, as long as you are fine with getting your ass kicked, because I do remember it was really freaking hard. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like Dark Souls to, uh, hard. It was more like uh, Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. like playing Mega Man or Ghosts and Goblins or something. Right. You gotta We're, go through those stages, figure out the enemy patterns, and figure out the, you know how to beat the boss and it, like right. playing an NES game it feels like an NES game reborn um, <clears throat> on the am- GameCube yeah amazing art style so it, just check that out if it looks cool you're gonna like the look of this whole game um, there was that in Beautiful Joe 2 which uh, that one came out for PS2 as well in addition to GameCube those are both good and there's like a few other spinoffs that were kind of whatever yeah. I really wanted to get the wonderful 101 but never did. It's. 
I, I got it really cheap on Amazon because uh, nobody bought it, so it was like mad on sale. And mm-hmm. uh, I tried to play it. And I need I need to try it again, but from what my first impression was like, what? Mm-hmm. Because it's not anything like Beautiful Joe gameplay wise. It seems. Oh. Or, no, I figured they they made it really easy. It, it's like top down. It's weird. I need to, I, talk- I don't I don't know exactly what I'm talking about. I need to actually try to dig into it more but i was not impressed with my initial time with it kodak call the only podcast that fact that fact checks itself after we make the claim <laughs> hey but at least so, it's, at least i didn't just say a bunch of bullshit and then just let it slide we at least went back and fixed it well yeah <laughs> but uh beautiful joe one and two super cool check them out on your gamecube Buck- which i know you all still got yeah, I still have it. Buck, did you ever play Beautiful Joe? I have not, no. It's awesome. But yeah. All right. Luke, what you drinking? So I got the uh, Boulevard Tropical Pale Ale. It's an interesting <laughs> interesting beer. It's got the grapefruit and passion fruit. So it's like uh, kind of sour. Not, not like overly sour, but like... How you how you'd imagine eating grapefruit, or a, is that what, yeah grapefruit <laughs> with the paleness? So it's not it's an interesting combination. I dig it. Right. Buck milk, fantastic dude. Bedtime milk success. Yes. <laughs> uh, my Brooklyn summer ale is good. Um, I'm glad that survived. Coming all the way from the north. And uh, that's really about it. That's all I can really say. It's good. Actually, it's probably the better pale ale. One of the better pale ales I've had. And that's it. You well, you get ready for the... the are you just going to IPA it up? Well, okay. So I was at the store and I was like, I need to bring an Iowa beer. I was going to bring something from Boulevard. Cause Are you only bringing one? I'm probably going to bring another one. Okay, so two. I just need to know what my competition is. Okay, so well, wh- I'm, I'm going to bring a really bitter IPA. What would you, you like stouts and porters, so I should bring like yes. a stout. Okay, I'll, I'll grab a stout or porter. But I was going to bring something from Boulevard, but the thing is Boulevard's like available. I think it looks like pretty much all over the place, but they're from Kansas City, so they're like a Midwest. To me, they're like a Midwest hero. And they they do so much just good stuff, and they're like classy. They're not like uh, they've got a they're wide not, portfolio of different beers. They're beer, you know, aficionados. They try new, weird, cool shit. Um, but I got a six pack of an Iowa specific beer that I think is <laughs> one of the, the best Iowa beers, and it, it's wildly pale, wildly IPA. But we'll, we'll see what you think. All right, so let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, you can find me at LukeDollar23 on Twitter. Dakota is at FoxDye89. Um, his tag is Pepsi is best still, <laughs> which no, no one agrees with. Um, That's not true at all. There's zero Pepsi fans out there in the Pepsi world. Pepsi challenge. What? I just I, – my I – can't, I can't talk about this anymore. Okay. Hurry up. Buck is at Brow Gaming. Um, you can f- 
follow what Z-Targeting is doing at Z-Targeting 2016 on Twitter, Z-Targeting Media on Facebook, and um, all the methods to listen to the podcast that I uh, mentioned before. So uh, please like, subscribe, let us know what you think. Any feedback's welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Yep.